this is Gerald Salenti, and it's Thursday, May 20th, 2021. And here are some of today's trends in the news on the market front. Now, the markets went up today, down yesterday. Even though the market's been going down, the Dow, it's still, you know, it's up over, you know, only down about you know, two, two and a half percent. But the big story is the thing is ready to unravel as we see it. Because today, or yesterday, the Fed came out and they're hinting higher interest rates. And remember, let's just go back a couple of weeks ago when Janet Yellen, the uh, Treasury Secretary, the former head of the Banksters group over there, the Federal Reserve. Again, get this in your head, everybody. They're not federal, as you know, and they're not reserving anything. They're, they're criminal bandits that keep stealing our dough too big to fail they take the money and give it to their buddies. It's a private banking organization. And they're running the treasury right in front of our eyes. Oh yeah, but she's a woman. Save it, don't want to hear it. And I'm not too sure about when I look at the pictures of my own. If you put her and Lola together, and boy, you got some group between those two, yeah. Facha bruta, double time. Anyway. She, a couple of weeks ago, she was saying warning about inflation going up, and they shut it down. And we've been warning about now inflation in the Trends Journal for how long? Oh, only about six months saying it was going to happen or more, and that it keeps building and building, and they're not going to know what to do to stop it because they're dumping in all this cheap money into the system and jacking it up. Phony money from a bunch of Loan sharks. So, going back to the markets. Oil. Oil went down because they say Iran's going to be coming in and, and uh, that's going to put more, you know, they're going to get rid of the sanctions on them and that's going to put more supply into the system while demand is down. You know what that is? You got it. Demand is down. This thing isn't recuperating. It's, it's not bouncing back. Oh, it'll come back. Oh, it'll come back. Remember all the shitheads were saying that last year? Oh, it'll come back. It's not coming back. It's coming back. There's the Biden bounce. Yeah, it's going to look better than it was. And it was terrible. And then gold prices. Now you're hearing J.P. Morgan Chase, other ones saying, hey, Bitcoin's going down and gold's going to go up. Yeah? How long have we been saying that? And why have we been saying it? U.S. Treasuries, Treasury, U.S. Treasury, the bankster mob calls for stricter cryptocurrency compliance with IRS, says they pose tax evasion risk. Yeah, like these other son of a bitches, these big corporations that don't pay anything. Like what did, what did, what did Amazon pay last year? I forgot, like next to nothing. Or they got money back. And they're bringing the money into Ireland. And, and how about Delaware? What did Delaware wear? I don't know, but Biden's from there. Sucking off the public tit all his life. That Biden, yeah, that Biden. And they go to Delaware so they don't have to pay taxes. Or I, Let's go to the Cayman Islands. This is nothing more than because what they want to do, and I've been saying it from the beginning, is they're going to regulate cryptos because they're getting into the market. And Fed, this summer, will take another step in developing a digital currency. No kidding. 
Oh, what did we have? What was one of our covers of the Trends Journal about a year ago? Going from dirty cash to digital trash? They don't want the competition. So where's Bitcoin? And They're going to go up. They're going to go down. But they're going to die when the governments stop it from happening. And that's what happened this week. First, that guy Musk came out, shot his mouth off about getting out now. You can't buy a car with Bitcoin. And then the Chinese government came out, putting more regulations on it. So that's where it's going to go. And as I've been saying, if there were no cryptocurrencies, gold prices would be at $3,000 easily, if not higher. So again, it's in your trends journal. Where is it going? Bitcoin paired its gains briefly, dipped into negative territory on Thursday amid news that the Treasury Department is setting forth its crackdown efforts. All right? And then you read into these things. And again, yeah, i got to read all this crap. Where is it here? Last line. CNBC story. One, two, three. Fourth page, all the way down the bottom. Dumbo craps and repulsivekins alike have made cryptocurrency regulation a top priority in 2021. I love this. And other digital assets <laughs> spark concern of market manipulation and uninformed retail investments. Market manipulation? Like the whole thing isn't rigged now. What are those things called stock buybacks? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, uh, yeah, come on. What are you kidding me? They're rigging the markets all the time. What else do we got here? Oh, yeah. The sell-off in Bitcoin undermines the case of cryptocurrencies. This is from today's Wall Street Journal. So you see where they're going with this. To begin with, the volatility of cryptocurrencies is a major drawback. For a speculative risk asset, volatility is something desirable. For a currency, it most decidedly isn't. Secondly, the apparent cause of the most recent volatility is troubling. On Tuesday, three Chinese industry bodies issued a joint notice barring Chinese financial institutions and payments companies from accepting cryptocurrencies. China is at the lead of coming out with their digital trash. Now they could track every penny you spent, where you spent it, how you spent it, who you spent it on it, right? This thing more technocracy. And by the way, the technocracy trend forecast in the Trends Journal, a whole section by Joe Duran, is you won't find it anywhere else in the world in technocracy, what we're doing, putting it all together. A lot of people are doing great things with it, don't get me wrong. We're putting it all together and building the global nomic picture of it. So it's not only technocracy, it's geopolitics, it's economics, it's environment, it's you know, one, one trend after another. Oh, yeah, yesterday, markets drop, Fed hints at policy review. And the policy review is, are they going to keep buying all those bonds? And are they going to raise interest rates? Clogged ports, compound ships delays. I'm only mentioning this because there's a thing called inflation. Again, and that's what's going to drive interest rates up. When interest rates go up, this whole thing goes down. End of story, all right? Some data here. 
It normally takes 14 days to sail from Shanghai to Los Angeles. Today takes 33 days, said Vincent Clear, Chief Executive of Ocean and Logistics at Denmark's AP Muller uh, Maestrick. The sailing time is the same, but you spend twice the time waiting to unload at the San Pedro Bay. The cost of moving 40-foot sea containers from China to U.S. West Coast ports was quoted this week at $5,650, up 34.5% since the start of the year. You ready? 228% higher than the same period last year. So you see how we keep putting all the pieces together here. Inflation, interest rates, economy. Inflation, interest rates, the economy goes down. Gold, it's in your Trends Journal. Talking about speculative bullshit, SPAC sell-off bruises investors. Shares of special purpose acquisition companies and firms they have been taking public a tumbling, punishing individual investors, gamblers. These companies are making nothing in their SPACs. Anyway, I'm mentioning this again because of where it's going. And it's been one speculative market built on cheap money, and the cheap money scheme is going to end when interest rates go up. End of story. And Discovery CEO adds HBO, CNN to Empire. Uh, it's about this guy, uh, David Zaslav. And how AT&T is retreating and is selling us to this media giant. And now, <laughs> now Mr. Zaslav is set to add high-end scripted entertainment and news to his empire with the addition of Warner Media's HBO, CNN, and Warner Brothers Studios, among other assets. Research analyst Michael Nathanson estimates the new company, you ready, will account for 29% of total TV viewing. The bigs are taking over everything. We go week after week. The bigs have gotten bigger. Everybody else has gotten smaller. And now you're not getting information. You're only getting propaganda. And if you don't believe me, this is what this guy Zavlas has to say. Where is it here? Mr. Zaslav also praised CNN saying, you ready for this? You ready for this? It's real. It's total. He praised CNN saying, you ready for this? Everyone wakes up and wants to know what's going on in the world and nobody does it better than CNN. I've been glued to CNN for the last several months. Is this propaganda or stupidity? What imbecilic, stupid, jerk would be glued to the Cartoon News Network for anything but bullshit. Yep. The Trends Journal. Look, what we're putting out, there's nothing like this. 
This last issue, 140 pages. This is a book. Of course, it's all broken up. You can read what you want. You know, there's tons of, you know, loads of stories. Like, you know. And you're going to CNN? But again, another empire. This is the propaganda. Israel targets Hamas leaders as calls for ceasefire grow. This is from the, yesterday's New York uh, Financial, uh, Wall Street Journal, excuse me. Israel said it was focused on targeting killings of Hamas leaders in the Gaza Strip as it tried to quell the militant group's operations there. They're militants. Anybody that fights back is a militant. You're in Iraq, United States, and the other murderous countries come in. The people that want to fight him and get him out, they're militants. Israel comes in and steals land. Oh, no, no, God gave it. Moses came down with the Ten Commandments and said, this land is your land. This land is my land. It's not your land. And you try to stop them from stealing their land, which is in violation of international law. Hey, all you people that are sending me these emails, go screw yourself. They're against international law. I don't want to hear your bullshit. Oh, and there was a thing called the Balfour Agreement back in, you know, 1919, when it was colonized by England and, the, and Rothschilds did the deal to, yeah, to take the land and give it to the Zionists. And Zionism was invented what? About 1890 by Herzl? Invented. So they're militants. After you steal their land, and again, we, there's a special report in this week's Trends Journal how this started. And it's not from conspiracy theories. We pull the articles from the mainstream media as this evolved, and we're quoting them. And you can see how I had forecast back in the Trends Journal for several weeks that Netanyahu is going to do this. When all else fails, they take you to war. And he couldn't form a government. End of story. How it started, where it went, and why it's at where it is now. Again, Israel and Hamas resist rising calls to ceasefire. Tel Aviv, the Biden administration and its Middle East allies stepped up pressure Wednesday on Israel and Palestinian militant group Hamas. They're a militant group when it's reported by the American media. When you read Al Jazeera or the other media, they don't call it militant group. Israel and Hamas agree Gaza ceasefire after 11 days of fighting. Israel and Hamas have announced a ceasefire after 11 days of fighting, which 232 Palestinians in Gaza and 12 people in Israel have been killed. And they destroyed so much of Gaza, blew up the, the um, AP, Al Jazeera, big tall building, Gave them an hour to get out. You have all your stuff that you own, and you have an hour to get out. Also, people lived in that building. And they never provided proof. And bullshit Blinken said, and we get it, it's in the Trends Journal. Well, we have it, but we can't tell you what it is. Go screw yourself. I'm an American citizen. No, you're not. All you are is a, a worker on the global plantation of slave land, and we'll steal your money from you. 
Fauci clears, clarifies guidance. To mask up or not mask up? This is still the question. For many in the United States, Dr. Anthony Fauci, the nation's top infectious... Fuck you with this nation's top infectious disease. Who the fuck are you to kill? Who? This is the... Oh, that's why that guy watches CNN. How about the top fraud, bullshit piece of crap? Anyway. Said on Wednesday that people were misinterpreting the most recent guidance from the Centers of Disease Control and Prevention. He told Axios, it's an assurance to those who are vaccinated that they can feel safe and be outdoors and indoors. But those aren't the people if they're not. And then you read, you keep going on, and you keep reading from these certain experts, CDC new mask guidelines could actually increase risk of spreading. They're changing this shit every day. And then there's this guy, Duchin, and he goes on to say, Both vaccinated and unvaccinated people are probably safe outdoors without masks. Then why are you having us wearing masks if you're unvaccinated? Because, again, we write in the Trends Journal, again, from, from mainstream media and other experts saying your chances of getting it outdoors are like 1%. Vaccinated, but keeping mask on, maybe for good. Big story in the toilet paper record. Mask on for good? And they're quoting these people. I'm in no hurry. Why should I be in a hurry? George Jones, a retired mail carrier, said. Whenever Joe Glickman heads out to the groceries, he places his N95 mask over his face. Then they write on here. All right, this is what we do. We find out the truth. You know, we try to, when they come out with it, in the facts. So outline. This is how to read all this crap and outline this stuff. Public health data shows that masking and social distancing have most likely had far-reaching positive impacts. Most likely? How about scientific data proves? And then you go on to read this. While over 34,000 adults died from influenza in 2018 and 2019 season, this year deaths are on track to remain in the hundreds. So nobody died of, of the virus this year. They didn't get it at all. COVID killed them. And you know what that is. Bullshit. And talking about more bullshit, Premier, Prime Minister, Prime Minister, Prime piece of scum crap, asshole, scumbag, bullshit, moron, dictator, Scott Morrison defended his Fortress Australia COVID-19 restrictions on Tuesday <laughs> as he plans to close borders for another year to create, all right? Everyone is keen to get back to a time that we once knew, the Leader said, leader. Can you imagine these shitheads are leading us? The reality is we're living this year in a pandemic that
that's worse than last year. Okay, this is the data I just looked it up before I got on the air. Australia, 25 million people. Over 16 months, 910 dead. 910 dead, and they screw up the whole country. Man, little Danny Andrews, one little piece of fucking crap after another. Yes, fucking crap. To destroy the lives of tens of millions, hundreds of millions of people around the world. For what? All right? Another fact right from the government's data in Australia. 910 people dead. 700 of them are over 80 years old. EU moves to vaccinate tourists. That's right, you got your vax, you could come. Sweden records more than 30,000 cases of side effects tied to the drug. Got a whole lot more here, whole lot more. Whole lot more, whole lot more, whole lot more, whole lot more. What am I gonna give you over here before we say goodbye? Talking about dictators and scumbags it's one big club and you ain't in it that support them. Cuomo's book deal payday, $5 million for a piece of shit book that sold the grand total of 50,000 hardcover books. Bill Clinton sold his autobiography of how I'm a lying, dirty, piece of scumbag crap who sold out America, gave you NAFTA so you lost all your jobs. And then I brought China into the World Trade Organization so you lost another 3.5 million of them. And how I got caught down and getting a blowjob isn't sex. And what else? So bombing the shit out of Iraq, killing over 500,000 Iraqi children under the age of five because of his sanctions and Madeline not all that bright, another murderer quoted on C CBS with Leslie Stahl on 60 Minutes saying the price of the dead was worth it. Yeah, that Bill Clinton, the Serbian war, that, he loved that one. A murderous piece of crap scum. He got 15 million. And Obama, Michelle Obama and Barack, $65 million to the Nobel Peace of Crap Prize winner. Quote, I'm really good at killing people in the book Double Down, folks. And we kept folking us. Yeah. I want that guy Qaddafi out of there. I want that guy that got to go. That's his words. Assad has to go. Qaddafi has to go. I gotta go and you give me $65 million. It's one big club and you ain't in it. And then finally, we got a lot more to be in your Trends Journal. Oh, so much more. COVID rewinds years of gains on poverty. Yep. They got the data here. You look at it, in Latin America, after 15 years of growth powered by commodity exports that lifted millions out of poverty, 
The economy contracted 7.4% in 2020. You ready? The worst downturn since 1821. The World Bank estimates that up to 150 million people will be pushed into extreme poverty as a result of the COVID crunch. Isn't that nice bullshit word, COVID crunch? How about as a result of scumbag pieces of crap that destroyed their countries by locking them down all over the, all over the world? But the rich got richer, $8 trillion more for the billionaires. Merger and acquisitions, we're writing about them every week in the Trends Journal. And what this means is poverty increases. Again, people aren't talking about this, just to make a global nomic connection. Spain seeks to block influx of migrants. Spain deployed its military to the Moroccan border, expelled nearly half of the thousands of migrants who jumped fences or swarmed in onto Europe over two days. You're estimating 8,000. Poverty all over the world. You haven't seen anything yet. This thing's going to get very ugly. You better prepare for the future. And no magazine does it like the Trends Journal. There's no magazine like this in the world. Again, you look at them. 140 pages. Week after week, we're giving you every ounce that we have. And we're fighting to unite for freedom, peace, and justice. So don't forget, nine days away, nine days away, you should see the crown garden. Oh, people ask, how much is it going to cost? Nothing. Bring chairs, bring whatever you want. You know, we're going to... A lot of people, she's so going to take care of, you know, whatever. You just come. We're going to have music. Smokey Hormel, the cat that does the lead-in music. What you see the music he's put together. Top jazz cats from around the country. And other bands as well. And speakers. David Knight's going to be here. Mark Crispin Miller from NYU is going to be here. One after another, we have great speakers, great food, great entertainment, great time. Go to OccupyPeace.com, OccupyPeace.com, and come on over to Kingston, New York, on the four corners of freedom. It's party time. And guess what? You look at that guy Cuomo, you look at moron, nipple rings Cuomo. Five million, you think that guy could boogie or got an ounce of jive? Look how tight that square is. Moron Morrison over there. Got some gruesome newsome. Tight ass little Macron, or maybe up the ass little Macron. Can't jive, no boogie. Come on over, it's free for freedom. We'll see you next week. Oh, a week from now. Anyway, nine days from today, Kingston, New York. Thanks for tuning in. This is Gerald Salenti, and that's some of today's trends in the news. The COVID-19 war has changed the world, but who's prepared? What's next? It's in your Trends Journal. Trends Journal subscribers are prepared. Subscribe to the Trends Journal. Read history before it happens. From the world leader in trend forecasting.